A space for idea sharing. A space to question your last move and to help you rethink the next one and to challenge your existing beliefs. A space that engages entrepreneurs and top thinkers. This is an acute media original. I'm Miranda Dixon and this is Yellow Tape. Today's episode, we start with a story. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about the emperor who is also a dictator and does not care about his people. In a city not far away lived a reckless emperor who had his minions. He was a very greedy man who would feed from all his people and would not care what they were left with. His minions, they were even worse. They would make it look like they were for the people, but in real sense, they were not. One fine day, the minions decided to look like they were mad at the emperor. The emperor, in his greed, wanted to act like he cared, but he was still a greedy man. So, Tim, you're familiar with that story about the emperor and his minions. I, I know a guy. You know a guy? I know a guy. You know a guy? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. So this this particular story is in relation to the recent hike in prices, which was on average about seven seven shillings. And 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 it was really a tough. Did I even introduce you guys? <laughs> I was waiting for that. By the way, I was but, just uh, about my not, first. We are not uh, new to this show. Where is you again? Is queer No, no, no. It's your problem. Me, I want to be introduced. New. Um, when you were discussing democracy, but now we are very familiar. I'm sure a number of your listeners can recognize our voices. <laughs> wow. Elsie. Nonetheless, dear listeners, my name is Elsie Candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, 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 Slow hey, down. Taking over the place. I'm here complaining. I want to be introduced here. <laughs> to help us uncover this story, in studio, I have on my left. Oh, yeah. Timo is my name. Public noisemaker, proactive, the name of the show. Happy to be here. And on my right? Um, Elsie Candy Dulo. And um glad to be here. Um, a co-host of Proactive and I'm a lawyer by profession. Amazing. So the whole essence of you guys were here last time. We spoke about democracy. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to democracy, you can check um, the on Acute Media website. There is an episode on democracy on Yellow Tape. And, and it's so amazing that you guys are here again. And right now, it's more of trying to, you know, unravel the new hike in prices. The story that I just read is in relation to that particular hike prices. And I wanted us just to talk about it a little bit because the prices were a bit high. It was a, a bit Extremely. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds much better. But how did we get where we are today at 131 shillings a liter? From? 127? No. 24? Oh, so you're talking about like be just when they were hiked. I thought Franzia could talk way back, but yeah. All right, you can go way back when they were 60 bob. 67 bob, man. Yeah, yeah. Petrol, let us see your diesel. Life was good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I was complaining, man, that was 
um i think around 2015 first time it hit 100 bob i couldn't believe it what nko asema how 100 bob to pick a 100 bob oh man i was so frustrated with it uh but this has been coming for a long time um when did it start um well i would say 2013 2013 2013 2013 okay. yeah yeah um some ninjas somewhere sat down and decided they were going to tax all petroleum products and so and added some other taxes on it mm-hmm. along the way mm-hmm. uh, so eventually it was definitely coming to look what we not pata so ninjas in this case you're calling them mp's right members of parliament are members of parliament those are just ninjas <laughs> but chocolate. can we just talk about the members of parliament yet we actually have a ministry that and an independent body we have a ministry that is uh, in, in government that is the ministry of energy and petroleum then we also have an independent body which is the uh, energy ipra energy and mm-hmm. petroleum regulatory authority, authority. Yeah. yes so we have those two who, you know those two institutions are also key players in uh, yeah uh, this the prices of um, products the, oh. the, the, the fuel and i'm definitely the layman in this conversation let me say epra when it was coming it was trying to regulate the prices across all markets like uh, in terms of uh, the companies that were selling fuel before that we could see that there were petrol stations that would sell it at a way lower price and other petrol stations would sell it at, like it was a bit of a competitive market mm-hmm. and the, when the time came and epra were in the market we were all like okay why why are you guys here uh it's because we want to bring a balance in the market so that um other stakeholders do not suffer as compared to others because the the, the other guys they were, they were stable they had the structure so at wakikuja they would lower their prices and get everyone to their fuel station so epra was trying to regulate that but sasa tulikuwa tunashindwa when the prices start hiking what would happen but no one could see that foresee that because the prices were a bit lower at that time so see what it will call asema okay let's bring a fairness to the market saindo tunaanza ku feel like eh epra wakes up in the morning and decides let's but, hike these prices does it wake up in the morning and decide to hike prices so now from my layman side ndio nasema sio epra sasa ndio sasa mnafaa kufafanua kuna maninja Yes mm-hmm. Be- because like every like according to the act mm-hmm. every other month they need to publish the prices of that particular new month mm-hmm. so that's why they usually publish towards the end mm-hmm. of the month they mm-hmm. publish the prices of their you know the upcoming month mm. right yeah yeah that's right and well in my opinion um every time the prices are I don't call them hikes but every time there's a slight increase just know that it is um a combined effort combined effort from the ninjas that is from the members of parliament <laughs> but there's also participation of the government the 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 cabinet secretary and there's also participation of you know ipra as we have yeah so it's not just um a unilateral, a unilateral decision from one um governmental body there are key, there are other players other stakeholders participate in deciding um okay. i think the biggest this. the biggest concern that uh so first of all whatever that increases the increase the price of oil of fuel petroleum product and stuff was the introduction of the new taxes that's vat the mm-hmm. and all that 
so these taxes are meant to develop roads, maintain roads, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. As Kenyans, isn't that a benefit? You know, like I, I look, uh, isn't that, can we can we look at it as a, a short term pain for a long term gain? Well, that's one way of looking at it. Not necessarily, because now we. And and it's been said before the kind of hiking that they have been adding on the the taxes that the way they've taxed petroleum in the country is not sustainable for uh, kawaida. like because they've gone to the extent we've gone on the gases they've gone on the petroleum products themselves they've gone all the way to or to cut across anything that needs to deal with petrol and. Um, uh, as per that report I was reading, I need to just, uh, I'll get it in a few. Uh, KPMG was saying, whatever you're doing here is a bit unsustainable because in the future, uh, this will collapse. I, it's a, a lot of people will be affected. And we can see it even in the beginning, like just last week, already the, the assumption that hiking matatu fares. I remember the, the, the day after, Matatu Yarungai, the conductor started with 150 and he wanted to charge 300 to town. You know? Yeah. And then Matatu Zona Association came and said, is hiking, but we'll engage with the government. So there's that engagement So eventually, Tutapata, one way or another. And then the process is a bit um, wanting for me as an individual because I don't see uh, an increase in my wages. I only see an increase in my taxes. And even after COVID, um, we've gotten to that point where people haven't even gotten back to a normal, uh, to their normal wages that they were paid. There was that, there was those cuts, mm-hmm. um, the, and and people haven't had that discussion. But already now we are seeing us being taxed and in. Being in the taxes increasing, so the question kwanguni if they keep coming, especially to the middle income, and now we are seeing that they are also coming to low income earners, they want to tax them. Now, eventually, we are all here trying to struggle and recover from a whole pandemic, but you are here busy taxing us in the name of infrastructure. I've gotten to a point where I've said this infrastructure, if it comes at the pain of the people, it's not necessary. When it airport na Mombasa road But how much money is wasted on traffic? If 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 you are going to to say let's have short term gain, make it convenient in the long term. To be honest, the expressway has not has nothing beneficial for me. That money would have been used for a railway or a tram line would have made work easier for us. Okay, so you are challenging. You don't have a problem with the, with the short term pain for long term gain, but you, you challenge the choices in the which. choices that are made okay. because eventually we see and we've seen even Uganda doing way better than us and it's not at the cost of the people. Okay. Moses Kuria argued that you can't compare the GDP of Kenya and that's <laughs> and fine Uganda. with us, but at the end of the day, even if we can't compare the GDP, but at really, the end that's if actually the, interesting. Yeah. But you have to look at what wages we are standing at as individuals right now. I can't remember the last time. Okay, I can't shoot shots at my boss right <laughs> too. But let, let me ask you, uh, and, 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 and this is also in line with what we're discussing. For this particular for this particular hike that happened mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago. Is it a few or it's a, a week or two ago? It's just a week, yeah. Were there new levies introduced to that particular... Were there new taxes? So, as per the the article I was reading, uh, this was just a delayed thing. 
uh, a while ago, back in 2013, they agreed that they would add 16% VAT on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, after they went to 16%, there was an uproar. Everyone said this would really hurt the Mwananchi. And so... That's in 2018, right? Yeah, this is now... It, it started in... It started a bit back. Because I remember it started in 2013. Yeah. Then it Parliament was postponed it postponed to 2018. To 2018. For yeah, for five years. And then oh, 2018. Yeah. 2018, they come back and implemented it. members of parliament don't don't even go that fast. Mm-hmm. So there's already that uproar in 2013. Okay. It's postponed for five years. Okay. Five years after 2018, they come back. Everybody is like, you guys are about to implement 16% on us. And we told you last time it Shida. They don't even falter, like they don't even shake. They just go about their business adding it. The president is the one here trying to act nice and says that Enyewe Ita Waumiza switches it to 8%. But it's still hurting us in the Because end. Because that's a new 8%. Which yes, a new there. 8%. Even if it was a delayed thing, it's still something that's going to affect us eventually. I mean... Okay. Uh, via, okay. There are two ways in which government can raise raise uh capital rather money to finance its its operation mm-hmm. and number one is taxes right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the other one is debt and debt is literally delayed taxes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so why would we want to delay paying taxes in future when we can actually pay now and sustain our own government well I agree 100%. But this is the thing for me I've seen on a regular happening. Um, and even then, when they wanted to raise these things, the first people they went to, when the MPs were disagreeing with them, first thing they attacked was their CDF. Mm-hmm. They decided to cut the CDF budget and move it to other things, call it emergencies. And, and, and now IMF is here with even stricter measures where they're saying even government institutions will have to cut down on their budgets for some things. So there's always alternatives that we can pick from that I am pretty sure. And we haven't even talked about the elephant in the room. Corruption is the biggest issue here we have because we don't try and keep accountability to these people. Then you come back and you keep charging us these things. And we always picking up new projects and by the time the new projects are coming up we see how floated like the bills are bloated like we hear the operational costs are not even possible sai tumeenda kuomba loan tuanze kulipia reli is it even viable by the way we are literally borrowing getting a loan to repay the a same loan. thing they stopped us from doing when they introduced cb what's that called thing Which called one? the one that uh, monitors people who've taken loans Oh, CRB. Yeah, CRB was stopping us from doing that, but they are doing the same thing. So why? Sibasi tufunge CRB tuendele kuomba loan to lipe loan. So whatever they are using right now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I mean, even if it if it was me, if I could stand and be uh, voted in for the first five, probably yes. both two terms or the first f- term, I would not even focus on development because as it is right now, in a s- very crunchy place where at any point tunaweza kaanza tukuhapa kuchotwa tutakuwa tu tunasikia hizo vitu zenye tumekuwa tukitumia kama rumors tukisema port yetu imechukuliwa na mtu sijui it would happen i'm not saying it's possible i'm speaking as a layman but as it is right now the view from the ground what we see is wish even if your people want you to develop and grow there's a point where it gets hata mama kwa hizi kaenda mama kwa baba kwa hizi enda kuchukua loan bana jamani itawaumiza ati ndio uende ukasomee ulaya 
Somea tu hapa shule hapa kando uendelee. So sisi to compromise our government is not compromising. It's not compromising it's constantly working and the guy is constantly speaking about development 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 at the expense of the people. Big we, four agenda. Even if it's part of the big four agenda, do you want to really see development at which point where your children and your children children will be paying for this thing at a at a at a at a strenuous point? Questions to ask, I'm just saying. All right. Let's take a quick break. Then when we come back, we'll try to look at the role of IPRA and then compare that with having a free market. Okay. Podcasts are an amazing way to get your message out. You get an engaged audience who consume your content anywhere, anytime, and we'd like to help you get started with launching your podcast. Acute helps you conceptualize, produce, package, and distribute. Email us at hello at acute.co.ke. That's acute with a Q. Time to express yourself. Okay, welcome back. So, part of the discussion that we had initially was the the prices of fuel comparing it from what it was back in 2013 when it was around 60 bob to right now when it's twice the price can we really blame it squarely on the government do we feel like like as as, as time goes by i mean our country is at a 6 inflation rate right now meaning prices of commodities will definitely keep on going up. Mm-hmm. And, and generally as much as maybe your incomes have been sustained, we have a portion of country of, of, of a population who have gotten to a place where they have lots of disposable income. Mm-hmm. And that directly is going to influence the increase in prices. Isn't that then also a factor that we also sort of need to look at and consider when you are deciding on before we throw guns blazing on the government? I mean 100% if you are not living in Kenya because for for me the reason why I bring blame back to the government is because I've seen them take on projects during a pandemic I've seen them take up further loans to do to increase um on on infrastructure and other stuff during a pandemic I've seen them solely go and steal pandemic money that is supposed to give relief <laughs> and then later on they do come and they re- uh, and and they take off the the, the 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 easy time that we had during the they had an exa- they had few exemptions that they had given out during the the, the the pandemic but they have rolled them back now we are being taxed for them so i don't if 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 it's a general country that we are talking about that did not take up on these things during a pandemic yes in an inflation in a situation where they definitely there's inflation continuously growing then i would be very comfortable and say and yeah we are in a space where this thing is inevitable but we also need to have stringent measures that would allow us not to allow that inflation to rise beyond spaces that we 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 cannot handle it per se but if we are in kenya we've seen how things have played out in this country and i'm going to go back i feel like eventually there's someone who wants to look like they've made they've done a lot of work during their reign mm-hmm. so they're doing it at the expense of the people because even for you you have cut down on things when immediately we were struck by this 
um, pandemic mm. and we cut down on our cost of living we cut down on our, on on amenities that we would use easily like everything had to be slowed down to the point of even being deducted and we started seeing that we could live with some things and we can live without some things but this guy on a constant you know we are ramping up this we are ramping up this how many kilometers how many i think that but at that point everyone was like yo i know we want to continue but we need to slow down so we can't do things the way that we are doing in the name of uh, improvement and we can't I'm, i'm not ready to blame inflation and take up that role i'm not all these things are being added because we are busy picking up loans in the name of development Elsie, isn't that the promise in which they were voted on? The promise of development? Yeah, sure. I mean, that is the reason we had the whole big four agenda and I think um our president is working really hard um to see the fruition of the big four agenda to see his vision actually being reduced into reality mm. and um we already have the Nairobi Expressway which is currently a work in progress. And um there are two ways of looking at this. There's the first way um actually it's what you've said that um there's a way in which you put it. And it just took me back to the there's a theory by one of the philosophers from back then known as Jeremy Bentham, the principle of utility that people preferred to take actions. And action is is only right if it gives people maximum pleasure. If it gives people you know happiness so we have to choose one it's either we are happy because now we have the roads and we have the hospitals we have the the housing agenda i think the one of the big four agendas is the housing agenda yes. we have money to, you know to construct those houses transportation infrastructure but at the expense of paying for it via taxation so we that that's an option and um of course it's an not really an option i'm thinking it's an option at the ballot because once you have elected them then it's a done deal so how they decide to deal with this is really up to them and there's nothing you can do about it but then um the other way is now and i think the only option not that we have now is to just complain riot and it's not like they live and listen to us you know our uh, words will fall on to deaf ears because what's happening now what actually happened i think last year i think some there was a matter to strike so Oh, there was supposed to be a matter to strike i think and then because later on i had reports from the police um the national police service denying that there was a matter to strike but even if they were to strike i don't think there's anything that can change now the power to change this lies with our members of parliament the ones you were calling the ninjas earlier on that is both the national assembly and the senate and it's because taxation solely rests with the legis- the legislature mm-hmm. it is actually even if the tax was to come from the the ministry of petroleum you know it has to go through the legislature for approval for it to actually have the force of law and this is actually provided for under article 209 and under article 210 of the constitution which states that anything to tax shall only have the force of law once it has been passed by the legislature and so i can see especially with regard to the recent hike the one that everyone is you know not really happy about the senate and it, either the senate or the the national assembly or was it both of them i think it was the senate the senate actually summoned the energy cs and also the petroleum cs just to answer you know just to explain 
the sudden hike because it seems like it was, they were not involved so again i'm wondering why is it being implemented why is it that now we actually if you were to leave this place and you go fuel you'll actually pay um for fuel in accordance with the recent hike yes. so how come that it's being up it's being applied without um first having gone through the legislature yet the constitution actually states that all these things have to go through the legislature for approval no no i okay sorry no just go ahead just go ahead i, I, I feel uh to be honest our the legislature is being dishonest in, in the sense that the they're trying to come off as people who care and they're concerned about the fuel price increment mm -hmm. but in real sense like i told you this is a law that was introduced in 2013 passed and approved in 2018 by the legislature law. back then you know now no, the legislature the, the legislature that we have currently is 2018 that's 2018 it's 2018 2018 yes. but this was a law that was postponed from 2013, from 2013. exactly and so we have we some people who sit in that legislature who are yes. not there before yes. but we also have people who are there and if they during the postponement and, and if they really were concerned they could have dropped it in 2018 they Easy. had the power to do it so we cannot have parliamentarians coming on TV and trying to make make it feel like they are also they are on this our pain, side, on this side uh -huh. when while they had the ability to stop it and they like still do said, even now they have the ability to stop it but they tried there is someone this um, cabinet see, secretaries who did someone, not show up some okay fine someone yeah did. but when they but want see, to know about security for the dp they will <laughs> they eh? oh yeah up. the cabinet will show up if it's LC. to expose the dp yeah <laughs> ipra has a formula uh -huh. that was approved by parliament mm -hmm. and that formula is on the website why should i come you know sometimes it's it's, it's also um, why should i come and explain to you i took this number and added this number and added this number mm -hmm. thanks to the law you passed and approved mm -hmm. back in 2018. Mm -hmm. Are you getting? Like, I'm not saying that it's okay. So I agree with you, but the thing is, I see okay what I see. What you're trying to say, they're not as innocent as they're yeah, trying to paint themselves to be. Don't don't use the word as innocent. They're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, Ipra has to come from somewhere. This is what I want to quote. Um, the CS comes to the Senate and Finance Committee and asks that we go. Um, and they asked that they could waive away a proposal to lower taxation on fuel on account that it would lower the government revenue. That's one thing. Remember, you see, he was already saying that let's remove this thing because it's going to lower government revenue. Let's stick to the original uh, percentage that we had. So remember, there's that part of government revenue that is also being collected. So even as much as Ibra Tutakwana uh, issue now, Pia Kumbuka Ninjas are still doing something. <laughs> All right. Committee led by Homabe, I'm, I'm quoting the standard. The committee led by Homa Bay Woman Representative Gladys Wanga rejected proposals by audit firm KPMG, which suggested that the exclusion of ex suggested the exclusion of excise duty fees and other charges in computation of taxable value of fuel products. KPMG said the high fuel prices were unsustainable and threatened the economic recovery after the hits of the pandemic. The high fuel prices is therefore likely to further erode the much-needed income apportionment and affordability of other essential commodities, the firm said. So, however, the committee was of the view that the proposal would lead to significant revenue loss and offered that at 8%. This is that time when I was telling you 16%. Eh? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, they were like, hey, KPMG was like, yo, 
you guys mm-hmm. need to stop because it's going to affect a lot of people and mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to be, it's not going to be sustainable but they were like mm, at the expense of uh, uh, some government revenue hey. <laughs> ah, number two if you go and see the breakdown of how this fuel prices are done mm-hmm. siju unalipia gabarabara unalipia train siju unalipia sijui kwa kwa, kwa port maintenance unashinda kwa kwani kitu inasafirishwa ina na vitu ngapi i thought kenya pipeline wanaleta gana ile nini yao kutoka huko kote me hizi zingine zinatumika gasa ngapi no there's a little bit of both a little bit of both yeah. but the breakdown for us is what we are given and what we accept and we have to move on with it mm-hmm. but again like road maintenance the, 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 and, and this is something that maybe we need to look deeper in the road maintenance like levy that yeah. is charged on petroleum yeah. is basically meant to you know like do things like recapping the road placing your portals is supposed to go and cover so mm-hmm. at the end of it all let's like in an ideal society that money is supposed to go back and build roads mm-hmm. maintain roads ensure that those roads like i saw uh, uh, this this kenya no not kenya Taven, yes kenya Taven was being recapped the other day mm-hmm. i saw that right So this money needs to come from somewhere. And yes. like I said, it's either taxes or debts. Mm-hmm. And debts is delayed taxes. So as, as so let's let's not let's not let let our MPs and this is something that I also like let's not try to sanitize our MPs. <laughs> let them not even try to sanitize themselves. Who is But trying to sanitize them? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Maybe, know. I, I, can I can you say the media because based on you know the image that we get from the media, you know, they come and they tell us, "Oh, you know, we, are, we stand with you Kenyans." I wake up in the morning I, and I look at myself. I was watching yesterday um uh, the, the, the Narok senator, you know, really mm-hmm. complaining, you know, at the Senate and saying that, "Oh, you know he sits in the energy committee but he's not happy you know with the recent see, the, the recent hike you know he does not understand how it happened the recent hike was very simple those use people plugged a formula that gave the new price and what what was missing the missing link was the fact that the dollar became stronger than the Kenyan shilling meaning the prices had to go high because you are buying the money you're buying oil from outside mm-hmm. in dollar format so you need to pay more shillings to get the oil in dollars to get like you know like to to buy the the oil uh, the, the fuel in dollars so there's that aspect that we also need to 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 look at because I, i don't think i don't think we need to be blind to that just because the oil price went down mm-hmm. we don't have to assume now that the dollar uh, uh, you know we also need to look at the dollar how many shillings do you need to actually buy this oil in dollars in this fuel in dollars also okay. that's also like a factor that we also need to look at and appreciate and then you gonna swallow Mhm. Bado ngamia wani natoa mafuta. Ngamia wani the trucana. Actually that also just came to mind. That's a pending conversation. I thought we you know we have we, we discovered so that, that we we have oil somewhere in Turkana and I I know something was being done about yeah. it. Yeah. I know there was a time a UK farm had been uh, contracted to yes. to process. Oil, right? Yeah, tell oil. But are they doing it here? Tunaokota mafuta ati tunaenda kurefiniwa kwingine alafu tunaletewa na bei kama imerefiniwa. Before tuenda kwa mafuta. <laughs> it's so frustrating that our coffee still Oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Actually yeah. I had this story from a white lady just telling me here in Kenya anyway it's true. You guys plant the coffee then you give them to the other countries then you buy them at yeah. a higher price. Yeah. Um, so. I, I think eventually the, my fight with the situation as it is right now it's why are we doing this at the expense of the citizens um we haven't recovered mm-hmm. and 
some of the development projects that we see are not really a necessity for us as mm. it is right now. Right now. But the long term are we don't we are we want do you want to be blind to the long term impact? Um, uh, the impact the long term Genuinely I do because I look at the projects that we are doing right now. Even in long term I feel like they would be a liability for us because even even the simple superhighway here we are being told about Sijuit, the, the 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 toll fees that we would have to pay to use it and and still Mani- the w- it won't be manageable because the other time the US refused to work on a project th- where they would have to pay themselves using the toll fees uh, they said that we have to repay it from our pocket mambo ya toll fees at isi ndo tutaokota tujilipe hatutaki hiyo maneno you know some things like uh, such cases and there are things that are working already and then we go and try and revamp them the other day Canada was removing an expressway because it was not Necess- a necessity anymore i to think them. to 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 them for okay. sure and even to uh, i think for us some things we can avoid because i was for look brt for me was a, a brilliant idea i was like yo yes make this space for them and then leave the market competitive for them <coughs> with this electric whatever that you're coming with this is going to ease and up traffic and i think most of the issues that we are trying to do here every time we're trying to open a road i mean it's been from the kitambo um we can look at it from uh, as where as we started every time we try to think that building another road will ease up congestion of traffic in the city we end up being more congested it's never we, helped we end up buying more cars you end up buying more cars <laughs> we end up being rogue drivers as we always are it's so, so not, it's a habitual it's thing a it's a habitual thing. thing and now you think every time that you are expanding the road you are helping the situation you are not work on the drivers stop working on work on the people people need to know public transport can be workable if it's managed well mm. people need to know that so, so, some <coughs> some things are easier to use i was telling my family the other time why would i pick my car travel all the way to mombasa yet i can sit down on a train and be picked up from there you see the benefits i was talking about i mean i was trying to tell <laughs> they say yeah, yeah i get you for just, sure yeah. but eventually for me with the situation that we are in and and you can see it clearly affecting us is the fact that they are doing some things that are not necessary mm. they're not considering that people haven't recovered from the pandemic mm. that's why they can ro- easily roll back some taxes for us to start paying uh yet no one has recovered me at my <laughs> boss i need to be careful. <laughs> i love my boss uh, moving on swiftly <laughs> okay as we finish this up what can kenyans do because clearly a hashtag is mm-hmm. not working mm-hmm. well, what can we do um of course um these leaders they have to listen to us but they don't but they have to it is expected actually um on the next episode of proactive um assuming that uh, the listeners of yellow tape follow proactive as well we will be discussing the role of the members of parliament and we'll also discuss how the members of parliament are supposed to engage with the people so it is through such an engagement that is the public participation actually there are very many ways of faulting uh, now that public participation has come to mind i think there are other ways of faulting um this this new um the new fuel prices it will need us to actually look at what point did the public participate in this did the public approve of this so if they approved and i think maybe they did if they, if they did not then you can challenge this in court 
you can challenge this in court again unfortunately for us kenyans we have a government that does not obey court orders so that might not be so effective but we can just try for the sake of the affirmation that you know kenyans this tax is not valid the, the new taxation with regard to now the fuel that's that's contributed to the rise in fuel price is not valid we can try that we can also now again try to engage our mps our senators they tried because again for them they have to summon these people these people have to come and answer and explain and they must come to an understanding with the the senate and even the national assembly but that also failed um as of last week so i don't know whether something will be done about it i think i i, I saw on some news that there's a motion a motion to censure the the ministers the cabinet secretaries so we'll see how that goes but for now i think the only thing we can do hashtags don't work maybe we can now make it a bit more physical other than you know f- away from social media and do something on the ground strike we can strike we can stand up together but again um for kenya unfortunately we call this the middle class syndrome or a middle class disease whereby uh, it's okay let them deal with their issue let let me just the leave that people. let me leave it for the matatu people to <laughs> you know for the matatu people to do this and then now the ones with the private cars they just go about Continue, like, minding okay. their business thinking that um demonstration is now for the matatu owners and that's really not how we can succeed all together as kenyans we have to see each other as you know one people because this cut this tax cuts across and um, it, it affects the entire country. It's mm. not just um, in Nairobi people. or not just the Matatu <laughs> people. Even you with the private car, you'll have to pay for it. And of course, you, you might afford, but still, it's, it's still just not fair. Yeah. Tim, what can we do? Uh, stop putting gunslinging ninjas as your members of parliament, <laughs> period. I mean, you have an option next year. I mean, I like Elsie has the PR in it. Me, Yellow tape listeners, listen to Proactive because this is where we will assist you to stop putting gunslinging ninjas and and, and uh, other individuals who really don't care. You know, one minute, uh, these guys, let me tell you how weird they are. One minute, if their CDF banks are touched, they will play to the tune, you know, um, and they will listen to what the boss is saying because immediately he touches on what makes them relevant. So you kind of tells you the kind of people you are choosing as leaders. Um, for, I mean, do do we hold on for the next year? I don't think we should hold on for the next year. But at the end of it all, we need to also consider who we put into uh, our seats as representatives because eventually it does come to affect us i've i've we've sat down on our show and talked about people who have never even speaked in parliament for the last two <laughs> years uh, we've had guys who don't even understand what their office is for that's why they will say we will take this river and shift it to another <laughs> space B- be serious about the people that you choose because they will be the ones to represent you eventually and um I, I like what the CS said eventually. They said there's a role we need to play in looking at our legislation in how we tax petroleum products and we need to stabilize the prices and that can only uh, be achieved if we regularize and review how the taxing is done. Look at your MP right now. See if that's the person who can help you with that situation if you reach out to them because it's clear. Mm-hmm. That's my statement.
Thank you, Elsie. Thank you, Timo. Um, just to finish this off, maybe we need to I'll give you a bit of a story. In Nigeria, when the government introduced tax on the fuel, mm -hmm. the people decided they're not going to fuel for a whole day. And the government lost close to 40 million mm. in one day. In one day. Wow. And immediately, that particular clause was called and a conversation was initiated. Thank you so much. It has been Yellow Tape. <laughs>